This morning, for just a few moments, I would, if you'll open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 1 and verse 8, I want to read you just a short passage and a little bit of a burden that God has placed on my heart. In Exodus chapter 1, it says, Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. For a few moments, I would like to talk to you just for about this little phrase, which knew not Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit. God, we thank you for the angels that you've already placed in this room that are moving and fixing and ministering. God, we give you glory and honor. But God, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would dispatch angels into the environments that we walk in, into our families' lives, into our children and our grandchildren's lives, our families and our friends that have walked away right now. God, send angels into their room. Lord, wrap your arm around them right now and Lord continue to show them grace and mercy but also recall to them the sermons and the messages that they've heard the prophets that have spoken to their life and God right now we ask you to do a mighty work and we give you glory and honor for it all in Jesus name we pray and amen you may be seated Um, this morning you know with our verse that we were looking at in Exodus you know where we're at you know what group of people we're talking about when we think of Egypt but you know what I have just a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you and that was that when that famine came and they went there and they Joseph was there and Joseph had brought the food and set up a plan to keep them alive when Jacob found out that there was food and he took his family down down to Egypt. He never really intended to stay there, I don't believe. He was going there to sustain life. He was not going there to live for eternity. And sadly, I think what happened is when he got there, he got a little comfortable. There were some luxuries that were there. There were some things that were easily done for him. And I want to challenge you today to think about the things in your life. Listen, just because God has called you to a position or God has brought you to a city, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to plant yourself there. Sometimes it's just for a resting or it's just for a renewing. Because see, Jacob went there to strengthen his family. He was never intended to stay. He was never intended to become a slave to the world. Anytime you look in this word and you see Egypt, Egypt is always a foreshadowing of the word of the world. It's always a foreshadowing of what the world wants. Joseph found himself serving the wrong king in the wrong country to the wrong people. That's what Joseph found himself doing. And in turn, his family found themselves in slaves to the wrong country, the wrong king, and the wrong people. Listen, this morning you could find yourself in a place where you don't know where you're at and you think, hey, you know what? It's okay. I can cut back on my Bible reading. I can cut back on my prayer time. My schedule's a little crazy, but you know what? God is still good and God might still be walking with you, but I'm telling you right now, it didn't happen overnight for the Israelites. They didn't wake up one morning and Joseph was second in command and they woke up the next morning with shackles because they were a slave. You know what happened? Over time, a little bit just started inching in. A little bit just started eating away. Their prayer life changed just a little bit. It was still there, but it wasn't saturated like it was before. Their Bible reading or their meditation was still there, but it wasn't saturated like it was before because things started to take place. They started intermingling with the world. They started 
started looking at, hey, I need that new outfit. I need that new car. I need that new possession. And they started putting some precedence on some things in their life instead of seeking after God. Listen, we seek after things all day long. We look for things that are not of this world, but we also find ourselves looking for things that the world says we need. And I'll tell you right now, you know what the world's going to do? It's going to keep you in that place. You know why? Because it's going to cost you more and it's going to keep you longer than you ever intended on staying. You could say, hey, you know what? I'll just miss a Wednesday night. It's not that big of a deal. And then lo and behold, six weeks later, you're missing a Sunday morning. See, you've got to understand that the world is willing to set back and take just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. It'll just tear away at that foundation. It'll crock it away a little bit at a time and it'll keep eating away at it until there's a complete wash away. See, you've got to understand the Israelites did not intend to stay in Egypt. They did not intend to be slaves, but they found themselves in that predicament. They found themselves right there where they were and they had to find a way out. See, that's the best thing about this whole story. They found a way out. God had prepared a way for them to get out. He's always going to make a way of escape. He's always going to give you that opportunity. You know, brother Kevin and I were talking and he said, you know what? God will never make you do anything. Think about it. God saw them go down there and God knew that there was food and substance for them. I wonder, Brother Ben, did he ever pull at Jacob's heartstrings and say, get your family. Come on. It's famine's over. It's time to get out. Did he ever pull at their heartstrings and say, hey, you know what? This isn't your people. This isn't your land. Did he ever pull at the heartstrings just a little bit? But listen, our God, you know what he won't do? He won't walk over and say, give me your hand. Give me your hand. We're going. You're going with me right now. You're going to go with me. We're getting you out of here. He's going to let, he's going to say, listen, hey, you know what, brother Chad, it's your opportunity. This is the door. This is the chance. You can step away from this. You can step out. But you're the one that gets to make the decision. And sadly, you know what I think happens? I think we get comfortable with where we're at. We get comfortable with what we're doing. And we say, you know what? I sort of like where I'm at right now. I like the flexibility that I get from it. I like the opportunity that I have. But I'll tell you, God is looking for us to choose him over everything else. We've got to stop chasing after this world. And we've got to start chasing after God. Because that's the only way that we make it through it. Is seeking his face amongst everything else. Because I'm going to tell you right now. The adversary is willing to chase. The adversary is willing to pull. The adversary is willing to tug. But I'll tell you right now. Our God is sitting there saying I'm right here. Will you just come seeking after me? I don't know where you're at this morning. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I'm going to tell you right now. You need to set up some sidebars. You need to set up some quizzes in your life per se. You need to start checking some waters checking some temperatures. You say, Brother John, what are you talking about? When's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you told somebody about Jesus? When's the last time you said, you know what? My God is good and he serves me and I serve him every day. When have you shared that with somebody? When have you looked at someone and said, you know what? They're down and out. I don't know who can help them. I'll tell you who can help them. God can. When are you doing that? Is that something that's been eaten away from your life? Because I'm telling you, the adversary's happy with just a small step just a small step he doesn't need anything huge to feel like he's accomplished the day he just needs to get you not to pray he just needs to get you to put the bible down and put your own thoughts into it he just needs you to say you know what someone else will take care of that 
If you'll stand with me this morning, Lord, I'll tell you right now, God, I know this word went forth, and I know that there's hearts right now. God, we are walking in this world, and God, this flesh is weak, but right now, God, strengthen it, Lord. Help us to see areas in our life where we can draw closer to you. Help us to see areas in our life where we need to lean on you more. And God, if we're chasing after things in this world, God, put a burden in our heart. Put a renewing fire, God, for that prayer life that we used to have, that devotion that we used to walk with, those doors that we used to knock on, God, those invitations that we used to give because we give you glory and honor for it all. In Jesus' name we pray and amen.